This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 382 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Winter wellness and um, uh, a book. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are horselovers.com, Dr. Rose's Remedies, and Sparkle and Boom. This week, we, we talk about staying well during the winter. You, your horse, and your sanity. Rachel Pellison from Healing the Hungry Soul talks about fitness and wellness. Plus, we hear about a new book. It's called Horse Sluts. Yep, you heard that right. We're going to talk about that later in the show. Listen in. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. We bring you the news through hail or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop calls. It's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. This is Glenda Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, howdy, everybody. And hello, Helena. Hello. How are you? Good. You know, thank you so much again for joining us in the Radiothon. We appreciated you stopping by. Thanks. It was a hoot. Yeah, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. So it, uh, we appreciated you stopping by. If you want to listen to all, any or all of the Radiothon, including Helena's Hour, it's all on the Stable Scoop feed. You can just go to Stable Scoop on our app or on iTunes or the Stable Scoop website or Horse Radio Network website, and you can find all 12 hours right there. I put it out in the Stable Scoop feed because, you know what? We have the coolest show, right? We do have the coolest show. (laughs) We do? That's why I put them out. Yeah, because we're, we're like the flagship show. Is the flagship mean first Yes. I've always said that, but I never knew if I was saying it right. We're like the beacon show. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like the, uh, flagship is like, like the, we're it and the whole, we're like the foundation like the of the train network. engine pulling the rest. Yes. 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 We're behind us. At least we we're like, like the, the South so. Fork of Dallas. <laughs> Which will come up. You'll hear that later in the show. <laughs> so we're going to get right to our guest today. Why don't we do that? Well, health and wellness expert Rachel Pellison is a registered dietitian nutritionist, certified Pilates instructor, and a lifelong equestrian. Healing the Hungry Soul is her private practice, offering health and wellness support for equestrians, as well as individuals not affected by the horse bug. Prior to starting her own practice, Rachel worked as a dietitian and clinical manager in hospitals in both New York and Massachusetts. She holds certifications in weight management, health coaching, pediatric nutrition, and nutrition support. In her monthly segment with us on Wellness for Equestrians, Rachel's going to talk with us today about, well, she has tips, a wellness tip and a fitness tip. Welcome back, Rachel. Thank you for having me. So I'm looking forward to these monthly segments because, I mean, I do get your expertise on a regular basis, but I like the equestrian-specific support that you provide. What are we going to talk about today? So we're going to do a wellness tip and a fitness tip today. Um, So I think we should start with a fitness tip first. Okay. 
So my first fitness tip is going to be an exercise called plank, which um, most people are probably somewhat familiar with. And it's an exercise where you're going to start by laying on your stomach and you are going to put your elbows. They're going to go right under your shoulders. So you're going to be supporting your weight on your forearms. And then you're going to lift your knees off the mat and you're going to um, have your body in a an angled straight position so that all the weight is coming off the toes and the elbows there. Almost like a push-up. Like a push-up, exactly. And you can, I would recommend starting with this plank on forearms. And then as you feel strong there, then you can go to straight arms and do the plank on your hands. Okay, good. Good. I have to use it. I have to do the plank on my forearms because I get a twice broken wrist. So if you have creaky wrist joints, right, the forearms are, are great for that. Yes, absolutely. You're going to get a great workout either way if you do forearms or wrists. Okay. It's not cheating. No, it's definitely not cheating. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cheating in fitness. You're always working hard. <laughs> well, yeah, there is, but, you know, you're not supposed to talk about it. True, true. Um, so All right, the, so plank. Yeah. So the benefits of the plank are going to be it's going to tone the stomach and the core, so the abs and the back. And then it's also good for reducing back pain because you're really strengthening the muscles in the back through this exercise. And then for riders, it's also really important because it's great for balance and then it also helps to build good posture. Okay. Um, And so some of the tricks so you can't cheat in the plank, as you mentioned, (laughs) are going to be that you want to keep the in a straight line. So you want the ankle, the knees, the hips, and the shoulder all to be in a nice straight line. So if you dip your belly down, you're going to put some strain and pressure on the low back. You don't want to do that. And if you dip um, the booty up too high, then that's the easiest way to cheat. So So it's probably a good idea to do this in front of a mirror. Yeah, it's a great idea to do it in front of a mirror. Okay. So so making as straight a line as possible is Mm -hmm. that's the non-cheating way of doing this. Yes, absolutely. All right, got it. And even if that's too intense to start, because this is an intense exercise, you can start with your knees on the ground too and just do the plank um, from the knee, uh, the knees and the elbows on the ground too. So that could be kind of step one. Okay. Yep. Um, And so I would recommend starting with this exercise for about 15 to 20 seconds. And then every week you can build up. And if you can work your way up to doing the plank for a minute, you're going to see a big increase in your um, core strength. Really? So just one week? Well, I would say one minute, one minute. No, no. But I mean, if you do one minute, yes. wait a second. If you do, you start out doing how many seconds? I would say 15 seconds. 15 seconds. And then you do this every day? Yeah, you could do it every day or maybe three to five times a week. Okay. And then, so when will you start to see strength come I would, I would say within a, a few repetitions of doing this, you're going to notice that you feel stronger and it's easier to hold it. Oh. And then as you build up to the point of being able to do it properly for a whole minute, that's where you're really going to feel um, a big change in your core strength. Okay. So when you get up to, you go from being able to do this for 15 seconds, by the time you reach the one minute mark, mm-hmm. you're, you're a completely different person. Hopefully. <laughs> you can take over the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a step towards taking over the world. Definitely. Okay. One plank at a time. Taking over the saddle, at least. What are some of the challenges who might have a hard time doing this exercise or is it even hard like it looks easy but I know when you start to do it there's all kinds of shaking and huffing and puffing and swearing going on what what are the challenges of doing this 
Well, if you have, if you have poor core strength to start, if you haven't been doing any exercise to strengthen the core, so the core is going to be the abdominal muscles, the glutes, which are the booty muscles and the back. That's all part of the core. So that's um, different than just your, your abs, which yeah. are really just your abdominals. Your core is like the whole trunk. Yep, exactly. And this exercise works all of those muscles at the same time. Yep. And then it's also going to work the shoulders and the arms as well. So that's, and that's helping building the strength in the upper back to giving you, giving you better posture as well. It's just, it's so amazing to me how you can work all these muscle groups all at once, you know, in under a minute Mm -hmm. and actually make a difference in them. It's the efficiency of the exercise is just amazing to me. Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, I, I start working with new clients on a regular basis and the progress I see people make in just a few sessions is really phenomenal. Um, I used to be a person who hated exercising. I hated going to the gym. I hated getting on the treadmill. I thought I had to like, you know, get my heart rate up all crazy and exhaust myself. And if I didn't do that, I wasn't working and I wasn't going to get results. And that's absolutely not the case. Thankfully, I've learned that lesson (laughs) Um, that you really only have to do some simple exercises and you can tone and work the whole body. Um, And it doesn't have to be complicated and you don't have to dedicate a ton of time to it. So that's why I pick these exercises for equestrians, because I know that most equestrians are already dedicating a lot of time to their horse. Um, So I want to give you exercises that are going to be really efficient and aren't going to add on to that time. Oh, I love that. And we so appreciate it too. It's, you know, anything you could do, you don't like, like you said, you don't have to go over the top in your exercise program, but any little thing that you can squeeze in is going to benefit you. And if you can have, if you can use something that's as efficient as the plank or the the tips that Rachel's going to be giving us going forward, um, it's just, it really does make a difference in the saddle. I'll tell you, it makes a difference all over, but I can definitely attest to this and I'll say it every month until you get sick of hearing me say it. It really does make a difference when you're in the saddle. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a huge change in my own riding when I really started um, getting into the cross training. Um, And I'm, I was, I knew it would be beneficial, but I was shocked at what a big difference it made for me. Yeah. All right. So everybody, I think you should try this get in front of a mirror, do it in the morning. If you, you know, if you're a morning person, get up and what is it? A minute out of your day, do it in your pajamas, right? You don't have to wear any like fancy yoga pants or anything. You could just, you can plank in your jammies, right? Yeah, totally. Or do it in the barn while your horse is cooling off or you're letting him dry or grazing him. Just get down there, plank it out. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love that. All right. So it's the plank and you can either do it on your forearms or on your hands. Mm -hmm. You can do it full on or on your knees if you're not quite strong enough to to hold the full plank, right? Yep. And work your way up. Start at 15 seconds and work your way up to a minute. And what happens when you get to the minute mark? I mean, you can then you can add on the extra levels of difficulty if you want to. <laughs> okay, so they'll have to tune into next month's segment for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, wonderful. So that is the plank. Today's fitness tip is the 15 second to 1 minute plank. Great. All right. What else do you have for us? All right. So we're going to move on to the wellness tip next. And this is going to be a breathing exercise. So this is called the 478 relaxing breath. And the 478 means you're going to inhale for four seconds. You're going to hold your breath for seven seconds. And then you're going to exhale for eight seconds. 
So it's a super easy exercise. You're making me do math, Rachel. I know. I was just adding it up in my head too. I'm like, how many seconds is that? Is that 19? (laughs) And so I'm listening to it. I'm holding my breath. I'm like, I should be breathing, but I can't count. It's 19 seconds. So this exercise only takes 19 seconds. Okay. All right. So repeat the process for for those those mathematically challenged like me. Yes. So you're going to inhale for four seconds. Okay. Then you're going to hold your breath for seven seconds. And then you're going to exhale for eight seconds. Okay. I've done something like this in yoga. You basically take a really deep breath in. Yep. You hold it. And then you exhale every last teeny bit yep. out of your lungs. So four, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, now it's easy. I got it. Yep. And what does this do? So the benefit of this breathing exercise is that it is a really simple, effective way to reduce stress. So by just focusing on relaxed, deep breathing, you actually lower your stress hormones, you lower your blood pressure, uh, lowers your heart rate. And if you find yourself in a situation where maybe you're getting a little irritated with your horse and they're not uh, doing what you want, this is a great time to take a little pause, do this relaxing breath just for 19 seconds, and then you can go back and I'm sure your horse will really appreciate that you have calmed yourself down a little bit. Okay. So again, you do the four, seven, eight, but you do it for a cumulative time frame of 19 seconds. Yeah, the whole process of doing the exercise one time will take 19 seconds. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. See, I told you I was challenged. Four plus seven plus eight equals 19? Yeah. <laughs> I get a gold star. You do. You get a gold star. So um, I find that when I have to do these these types of breathing techniques, I, I do need to do it two or three times to get the full benefit. Yes. So if you, you're still feeling a little antsy, right, after the first 19 seconds, uh, go for 38. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little slow on the uptake, but I do always get there. I um, think, go ahead. Um, so the, you can repeat this, obviously. One time is good. Two times is great. If you do it three times in a row, that's even better. And you can, you know, you can do it for a couple minutes if you need to. And the more you do it, the more effect you'll get from it. What What is the, um, what's the, the biology behind or the physiology behind the technique? How does it affect, how does the actual exhale or the exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide, how does that affect your body chemistry? Yeah, so you're getting into, um, the part of the brain that controls breathing, heart rate, um, stress hormones is all controlled by, um, I call it the animal brain. So it's the part of brain that's really ancient. It's the part of the brain that all animals have, even down to the, the lowest level. And it's the part of the brain that is programmed for survival. So we have to breathe to survive. We have to have our, our heart going for survival. So that part of the body is programmed strictly for survival. And when you give that part of the brain the message that you're safe, so you're breathing slowly, maybe you do this with your eyes closed, it tells that part of your body that you're safe. And so it doesn't need to release stress hormones. It doesn't need to raise your blood pressure. There's no saber-toothed tiger chasing you that you've (laughs) got to run away from. So this little really easy breathing exercise tells your the animalistic part of your brain that you're safe and it doesn't have to worry and that you can relax and just be calm. So you're essentially resetting the feedback loop 
Exactly. Okay. So yeah. you're you're re- you're literally manually overriding the feedback of stress by forcing a calm breathing, which then sends a new message to your brain that it doesn't need to respond with all these stress hormones. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some there's some natural horsemanship techniques. I'm by no means an expert in natural horsemanship, but I know there are some techniques where you ask a horse to do a certain exercise and then you stop and you let the horse just stand there until they completely relax. And they'll usually take like a, <gasps> a big mm. breath. Mm-hmm. And so that's the same technique we're using for us that we use with the horses. So they just go, oh, okay, I'm safe. So I don't need to have fear. I don't need to have my heart racing. I don't need to be sweating, all those kinds of things. So it's tapping into the same technique for the horse's animal brain and the human animal brain. I love the concept of animal brain because it makes a lot of sense. It's a very basic um, shared mammalian feature. It is our, it's our animal brain. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we don't think of ourselves that way. We, we, it's, it's rare that we strip all of our humanness down to its very basic animal instincts. And so when we do that, I think that's, um, that's the place to start when you're trying to correct some of this stuff that gets layered on our, our psyches and stresses us out, right? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes as the modern equestrian or the modern human in general, we get really caught up in a lot of things that our body and our brains are not have not been programmed to do for, you know, the last 5,000 years. The way we operate now is very different than the way we operated even 200 years ago. So it's really good to just tap back into those basic um, survival instincts and basic brain programming and to get yourself back to a calm, centered place. So that that actually brings me to my next question. We're sort of running out of time here, but I really want you to, I want to get your opinion on this. Um, the combination of of fitness and wellness, um, they it seems to go very tightly hand in hand. And this is something that you really believe strongly in. You can't just have one without the other. What what have you found in your experience that that really proves that to you? That makes you so passionate about combining those two parts of the whole the holistic approach to uh, to being healthy and happy. Yeah. I would say that wellness is, I would describe it as a wellness wheel. So you have physical wellness, emotional wellness, you have um, social wellness, uh, you have all different aspects, financial, career. And so if one of those pieces falls out of balance, um, then all the, then everything falls apart. So if you are um, successful and you are eating healthy and you are fit, And then you're going to feel good and you're going to be able to be a well person. But if you, let's say you, um, you're financially successful, you're successful in your career, you're successful competing with your horse, but you're not taking care of your body, you're not eating well, you're not, um, doing fitness, then those other pieces are going to suffer. So for me, it's, um, it's a wellness wheel. You have to put some energy into each piece of wellness and then every, aspect of that wheel is going to just be enhanced and be more enjoyable and more fun. So I like to combine, you know, all pieces of it to get the total package. Harmony. I like it. To make you feel good. Yeah. It does make you feel good. I mean, I used to be like, wellness, poo poo, whatever, you know, just, (laughs) just let me move and run. Um, and then I discovered yoga and started to connect the dots. And then of course, then becoming, you know, an addict of yoga, it opened my mind to other kinds of things and really embracing the entire, um, the entire 
the whole of mm-hmm. me. And um, then, of course, discovering Pilates and Rachel's nutrition guidance. It's you just you really cannot have one without the other. And I, you know, I really love your your metaphor of the wheel because it feels like wellness or or especially the wellness tips that you gave today, the breathing and the fitness are sort of neighbors on the wellness wheel. You know, some of those those parts of the wheel overlap or interact with one another more so than others. Definitely. And um, so these two seem to be partners on the wellness wheel. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Um, This is incredibly helpful. I think that we should be able to find some descriptions of this on your website, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I know you've been following up to these segments with photographs and um, typed up descriptions at rachelpellison.com. And of course, we will post a link to Rachel's website on the Stable Scoop show notes this week. You'll be back again with us next month, won't you? I absolutely will. Great. Well, you know, it's that time of year when our friends at Equestrian Collections are having all their holiday sales and specials and all kinds of things going on. You can head on over to Equestrian Collections. It's not too late to uh, to, get, to get your orders in. I think that uh, they're going to be doing... I'm trying to find it on the website here, Alina. I think this is the 17th when this show is coming out. So you still have a couple days to get your orders in. And, of course, there's always the standby, and that's gift certificates, which they'll do right up through the day of uh, Christmas, if you're like me. You just go do it that day, and then you send it off to Helena and say, look how I thought about you ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Someday. Someday I'll be that organized. So uh, they have a free shipping offer uh, going on right now for listeners of the show. You'll see if you go to the website. This is a secret. You go to the website. It says free shipping on your order over $129. Well, you can get free shipping on your order over $79 by being a listener to our show. So it's extra special thing. It's You put in the coupon code GETGIFTED. GETGIFTED, all one word, and that will get you free shipping over $79 just for listeners of the show. So you can uh, find that at Equestrian Collections. Of course, all we've talked about the products. We did a special, if you missed it, about a month ago go back and take a listen we did a whole special on our picks for the holidays and you'll find that in the stablescoop.com website or on our app under stable scoop they have tons of products tons of cool things and you, you still have a chance to get it in for the holidays but you better get shopping i mean you really got today and tomorrow uh and maybe maybe by monday if you have a ship special so uh hop on over for you last minute people but make sure you use get gifted to get that coupon code for free shipping over 79 dollars at equestriancollections.com are you done with all your shopping helena have not even started it. Well, yeah, we don't yeah, do yeah. presents. Oh, that's right. You don't. So that's good. Well, actually, that's not true. We do one small um, gift. You know, uh, we don't for do a lot anymore either. Um, for solstice. It's, I, it's so ridiculous. I absolutely hate the commercialism of Christmas. Hate it. it it's just, it's gross. And um, it just create. it just is so counterintuitive to what Christmas is about. So we do one small holiday gift and that's it yeah we don't do a lot you know you know us we're more into experiences than stuff yeah so you know that's kind of you know we'll have off between christmas and new year's like we always do we close down the horse radio network for that week and put out best of shows and you know we just uh we just enjoy hanging around and being with our horses and taking little day trips and uh, we'd rather spend our money on that kind of thing 
Yeah, agreed. Although my computer was acting up so much today, I almost threw it out the window. So I, I almost was buying a new computer for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but we've all had those days with our computers, too. Well, coming up next, we have our Tack and Habit segment. And we do, we have something I don't think we've ever done, Helena. And in all the, we may have, we may, we should have maybe sometimes, but I don't <laughs> think we've ever done in 382 episodes a disclaimer that if your kids are in the car and you're listening in right now and you don't have your earbuds in, you might want to listen to this part a little later because we're talking about a book that has an interesting name and uh, you might just want to. <laughs> You do want to listen, trust me, but uh, maybe a little bit later when the kids aren't around. So so let's uh, go into our Tack and Habit music. Sparkle and Boom is a marketing company catering to small business owners of all kinds. Our goal is to help you add some sparkle to your marketing in order to get some boom in your bottom line. We've been working with equestrian businesses uh, for, geez, the better part of 11 years. And uh, we've helped all kinds of business owners uh, get the word out about their business, whether it be through website development and design, print advertising, public relations, or just some consulting support. Log on to our website at sparkleandboom.com to find out how we can help you. That's sparkleandboom.com. Well, our, our guests today for the Tack and Habit segment are two ladies, uh, Candace Wade and Penny Langley. Penny Langley are coming on. They're the authors of a new book called Horse Sluts. Yep, you heard that right. It's called Horse Sluts, and I've been waiting to say this for eight years on the air. So we're going to have them on, and um, something tells me we're going to have a good time. Well, hi, Candace and Penny. How are you? Hello, Glenn. We're delighted to be here. We're terrific. I've never, ever in in 4,200 episodes been able to say we have a couple of horse sluts on with us today. (laughs) Uh, Now I can cross that off my bucket list. We hope that this is the beginning of a long relationship. Oh, there you go. We strive for audacity and unicue, so here we are. I have to look those words up. Um, so, so let's start with you, Candace. The book is Horse Sluts. We're, of course, talking about uh, a um, a perfect book to get for the holidays. But who is it perfect for? Oh, anybody who can read. But if you really want to focus, it would be more for uh, older riders, people that used to ride and came back to it or hadn't ridden. Penny and I took up horseback riding in our 40s. And uh, it's really just to encourage anybody to get out there and claim your yeehaw. What do you think, Pen? Oh, yes. Anybody who has a passion for something, who's always wanted to try something and has that thing in their head that's too old or they don't have enough time to do it, you do. Get out and do it. Just do it, as Nike says. So this and is it not the matter fifth... if you only had one leg. You can do it if you only have one yeah. leg. So this is not the Fifty Shades of Gray for horse people. No. Oh, okay. Not, All right. no. Just checking. We're, we're way too colorful for gray. And, <laughs> and if you see the cover and it's all very pink, you could tell that we're not the gray type. So I have a question. Is Helena a horse slut? Because I really want to know. Well, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what Is there would a you test? Do to ride a horse, Helena? Well, what would I do to ride a horse? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm a horse slut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the other yeah. thing, too, which, which 
really makes us horselets is that Penny and I, neither one of us own a horse. So we are looking, always looking for something to throw our leg over. And if we'll clean stalls, we'll be your best friend, we do windows, uh, anything to find a horse to ride. These two are intentionally setting me up. They really are. They're intentionally they are, setting me up. Kate, you would never do such a thing as that. what are you willing to do to get a horse under you? Well, you know, it's fun. What have I done? We went, riding with, we went riding with Kenny at Big South Fork. I mean, read that and see what haven't we done. I mean, you know. You know what's funny? I just had that song in my head the other day. I was sitting here working at my computer, and out of the blue, I started humming the Dallas theme. I'm like, what? Where is that coming from? So, and you know, I could, I could fit right into that, that lifestyle right there. I, I could. How did you guys? We were. Penny, tell them, tell them the title of the chapter that is about Big South Fork and riding with Kenny. (gasps) He doesn't have any nipples. Oh, that's oh. the name of the chapter. He does chapter. He that's doesn't have any nipples. Yes. yes. <laughs> now you have to read it to find out what that means. It's a teaser. Do you love it? Dude, I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> you know, Here, you can reminisce a little. Hello? Glenn, hello? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said Look, so that was, was that the time where they're deep. Oh, it's Dallas. It's Dallas. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my gosh. We were, so we were riding at South Fork one time. You were riding at South Fork? What? What? Did you say you were riding at South Fork? I know. <laughs> no. Oh, no, we were riding at Big South Fork one time, and there were four of us. It was Bill, Candace, Bill's her husband, myself, and Larry, who owns Southeast Pet Trips. So we're riding along. Well, this huge storm blew up, and it's lightning, thundering, raining. And we put our slickers on, and we tore out toward the house, and we're all cantering along the trail. And all I could hear was the music from the man. So I could even see the little the riders and the flickering fire as it ate up the map. It was fabulous. Yes, Absolutely. And you see that when you guys ride, don't you? Don't you get these these visuals? We're all a YouTube. Wait a minute. We're all wait just a minute. Letting YouTube. Take a listen. Yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> You guys are setting me up so perfectly today. <laughs> oh, I told you we were a good interview. We just love it. <laughs> you are the master, man. You just come right up with it. Hey, thanks oh, to YouTube. Yeah, yeah YouTube's yeah. helping me out a little bit here. Uh, it always makes me look good. <laughs> Is this what you think of when you ride, Helena? Bonanza? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think about getting back to the barn in one piece. <laughs> I'm with you, Helena. Absolutely. Okay, music. How about, uh, this is one of Penny's favorites and mine too, the, uh, what is it, Silver Stallion with... Silver with, Stallion uh, with the Highwaymen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. Can't you see it? With okay. the thighs, the burning thighs, that, and that might be a little long or even razor older. blades in her eyes. I don't even remember that. that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's Chris Christopherson, it's Johnny Cash. You can't beat it. That's great. Huh. So tell us a little bit more about the book. What are they going to well, read? Why should you know convince our audience to buy it? Penny, go for it. I like to laugh and I like to entertain people. 
one of the goals with the book is to be brutally honest. We have not been writing since we were we were kids. This is for people who are not experts. We're not going to teach you how to ride. This is not for experts. This is for people who are willing to learn something new at an older age and put themselves out there where it's not always going to be easy. With that, there are going to be challenges. There are going to be really funny times. We've recounted those, but we've also put in there some of the, the personal issues, the journey that we've had as we go through there, because dealing with horses brings up emotions. It's a very spiritual thing, too. And so uh, we've got some of those things that go on there, things that happened to us during this journey that affected our riding, our lives. And so it's, it's about that entire journey, but it's inspirational for people who want to reclaim their yeehaw and who want to see that you don't have to be perfect to do something. That's the big thing. You do not have to be perfect. Just do it. We're kind of the Lucy and Ethel of horseback riding. (laughs) (laughs) Which is probably the best place to start. You know, there's you, you have all the best intentions for getting in the saddle. What inspired you? Oh God! I mean, horses. How did how did was it like you've always wanted to to yes. ride, or and you're just finally getting around to it because you know life does get in the way. What it's was not, the what well, what was the point when you were like, all right, this is it, we're doing it now, no excuses. Not for me. I, I, I liked horses. I mean, who doesn't like horses? Or I guess maybe there's a couple people well, we don't play with them. But uh, when I moved from my husband, and I moved from California, from San Francisco to Middle Tennessee, rural Middle Tennessee. Then you decide, well, you're not going to bring San Francisco with you. You need to try new things. So I thought, okay, I have sat on horses and not fallen off, which I don't consider riding, just not falling off. And I decided that uh, I wanted to take up uh, horseback riding because everywhere you go, there's, I didn't realize that they weren't riding horses. They're what we call yard art with people have horses. And Penny and I met each other and she wanted to ride. So we went looking for horses in all the wrong places. And, uh, took lessons and then started trail riding and then took more lessons and then did more trail riding and took more lessons. And uh, that that was pretty much it. I, I personally was not one of those horse-crazy kids. It just seemed if you're going to move to the rural south, you got to do something. And I don't hunt and kill small animals, so I figured that horseback riding was a good thing. Now, Penny's a little different. Go. I, I always wanted to ride, and I always asked for a pony. We, I rode with my sisters who had, they had a family pony there, and we got to ride there some. So that just made me want to ride more. So it's always been a dream. And then I had some experience with horses in therapy, and I got my certification as an equine sports massage therapist. And so I can massage horses, but I didn't have a lot of practical experience. And when you're talking about hitting those sore spots on horses that are that big and with legs like that that kick, you really need a little practical experience. Kind of like the farrier uh, courses you can take online. It just doesn't seem like a good idea to me. But um, so I started contacting barn owners and different people and decided to take lessons as a way to get more practical experience with horses. And then I threw away the whole massage thing and just started riding. I don't have time to do that. So. <laughs> I don't need a job. Yeah. I'll just ride. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Forget that. I'm riding. Didn't you, you know, we all know sluts don't have jobs, so it's perfect. That's it's right. all about me now. That's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, exactly. And with uh, not owning horses, there are plenty of people out there that could use the rental money to keep their animals in feed. So we are providing uh, yes. 
good backup for these people. They provide the service. We pay for it. We will muck out a little bit and we help groom, but uh, it keeps them in business. And then we don't have to learn to be junior vets in order to keep a horse in the backyard. You're it's actually. We you're, are supporters of a strong economy. You actually you are go. the smart ones because every time, you know, Helene and I, if we give advice to parents who are getting kids into riding, we always say, you know, take lessons first, lease a horse second. You know, yeah, don't mm-hmm. d- don't dive in uh, dive into ownership immediately because you don't know if this kid's going to change your mind. And you uh, you guys actually represent what we estimate is probably half our audience, and that's uh, that's women getting into riding later yeah. in life, or they were involved in riding, got out of it when the kids were growing up, and got back into it. But yeah, our average age is thirty five to fifty five, and you know, women and ninety five percent women, and you know, you fall. That's right. What this it. book is for. Uh, yeah. And what we found is we have our, our Horselet Facebook and uh, have been reaching out to you know the cosmos. And we are ma- meeting the most amazing people, but you are correct, Glenn. It's, it's mostly women all over the country. And then they'll say, well, come out and go riding with me, or where do you ride, and when are you going, because we want to go too. Uh, one of them, her darling, Diane, uh, she lives in New Jersey, and she actually came out from New Jersey to uh, Middle Tennessee, to Big South Fork, to ride with us, and she brought her two nieces, and we had an absolute blast. So we are, we're, we're finding like creatures, exactly what you're talking about, and they, everybody wants to ride with everybody, and nobody wants to feel pressured, and we're not three-day eventers, we're, we're just normal kind of crazy, crazy-ass folks, and it, it's just been an absolute delight, which is what we wanted. We're not teaching anybody how to ride. If we can do this, anybody can do this. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. Well, you know, I was looking at your reviews on uh, Amazon, too, and it's like all five-star reviews, and people are loving this book. Check it out. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. It's paperback. It's uh, only 13 bucks. Where else can they get it? They can get it on your website, too? I, I... Uh, no, although okay. I still have a few here on the floor, so we we have mailed them out. But uh, uh, Taverton Books online that does horse books they have it if you're in middle tennessee and you are equine camping the uh, true west campground and mercantile they carry it and we have a couple of local stores out here but if you're not in tennessee just go to probably amazon. going to amazon is the very very best and i also want to mention that uh Candace also writes occasionally for our friends over at horse nation of course we work closely yeah. with them so uh it's fun to talk to you thank you guys the book is horse sluts and uh you just i don't know what you're going to find when you search for that on google i tried to avoid it uh but it could be interesting. Maybe just go to Amazon and search for it. It'd be better. Or yeah. follow the link on our show notes. So we'll put the link yeah, there yeah. as well. Be careful. No dot <laughs> com. No dot com. No com. Be sure and like our Facebook page because we, we have got a wonderful community of women on there. Okay, cool. Very good. Thank is it just uh, so horse sluts on Facebook? Oh, yep, yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> It's just horse sluts on Facebook. <laughs> and apparently right now there's a couple hundred horse sluts. So, oh, yeah. yeah. 101. You need a, they just don't want to admit it. You need a little badge that they can put, they can put on their <gasps> Facebook page that says, I'm a horse slut. That's uh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Actually, you need to make the kind that you can actually put on your clothes. That, yeah, I'm there you go. Like yeah. As, as or a bumper sticker. And, my dirty yeah. boots and breeches weren't enough. You need a bumper Where sticker. are you both? Uh, I, yeah, where are you? I'm in Ocala, Florida, and Helena's in Rhode Island. Oh, 
we'll, we'll be right out there. You have riding, obviously, so we need to do a bloody trip. <laughs> That's right. Yes, ma'am. Well, there were half the horse people in the country are descending on Ocala right now. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you over the winter. <laughs> Thank yes, you, ladies. Please. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Bye, Have a wonderful holiday. You Thank too. You. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well, coming up next week on all of our shows, we have our annual tradition, and that's the All Hosts episode. So uh, you want to listen in. We always have a good time. Uh, Reese and Philip will be there. Helena's going to be there. Je- Coach Jen, uh, Debbie Laux will be there. I'll be there. Uh, who am I missing? Oh, Dr. Wendy will be there. So it's going to be a good time. You definitely want to listen to the next uh, week's show. And, of course, we put that across all those shows. Because it's just, I don't know how that tradition started. How did that really start? That's a good question. I think it started because we all had these really busy schedules and we we all couldn't record our shows that week because everybody was traveling for the holidays. So we ended up doing just one and it was getting all the hosts together and it was such a huge hit and it was so much fun. We decided to make it a tradition. And I think too, the hosts back then were saying, uh, look, we never get to talk to each other. You know, all the hosts for the different shows That's never true. got to talk. And so it was kind of a fun way for them all to get to talk to each other, too. That uh, is true. Yeah, so you're right. I think that's how it actually... And then it became a thing. So now it's a thing. So now we do it. Which is pretty much how everything thing we do here at yes. HRN goes. <laughs> it's true. The good stuff, we don't invent it. It just happens. Right. Uh, and that's, that's, <laughs> that's how it stayed. All right. Thank you, everybody. We enjoy the horse. Uh, enjoy the All Hosts episode. See, we're tired. Enjoy yeah. the All Hosts episode next week. Have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And we will be back here with a brand new episode for you of the Stable Scoop Show for you in the beginning of January. And I think then we're heading into our like ninth year, something like that. Yeah. God, I can't believe it's been that long. No. <laughs> really. And we're not any younger than we were when we started. Isn't that amazing? But we are better looking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Merry Christmas. Hey, how about a little uh, Christmas times to come in Templeton Thompson? Works for me. Happy holidays. Can't you hear those bells? Can't you hear those bells? Can't you hear those bells? Christmas times are coming. Christmas times are coming. Christmas times are coming. And I know I'm going home. Snowflakes are falling. My old homes are calling, tall pines are humming, cause Christmas times are coming. Can't you hear those bells ringing, ringing, joy, joy, hear them singing, when it's snowing I'll be going back to my country home. Cause Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming. Christmas times are coming Can't you hear those bells ringing, ringing 
joy, joy, hear them singing When it's snowing, I'll be going back to my country home Back home when Christmas times are coming Can't you hear those bells ringing, ringing Joy, joy, hear them singing When it's snowing, I'll be going Back to my country home Cause Christmas times are coming Christmas times are coming Christmas times are coming And I know I'm going Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming.